This is Gemarin Gitzoita Daf Mem Dalid, and we're holding on Mem Gimel Amid B's, approximately 10 lines from the white lines. First word of line is Oisrin. Says the Gemara Kiyosu Ravdimi Amar Rav Yechlan. Now Ravdimi Amar Rav Yechlan is really continuing the conversation from the previous staff, which is what potters one from going to Milchama. We had a stira. On one hand, the Brisa learned that if you, different types of grafting, layering and grafting does exempt you, well the Brisa said it doesn't, so we originally yesterday went through the tarets of was it Asr or was it Mutter? Is, there's different forms of grafting, some are Mutter and some are not, that was tarets number one. Tarets number two says the Gemara of Dimi says the name of Yechanan, Hamani ben This, who is this din that says that it does not potter you? That's Rebbe ben Yaakov that says, Loi Amar Rav Lezben Yaakov, Hasam. When did Rav Lezben Yaakov say his din? Kerem Kimashmoi is only regarding a kerem, according to the simple meaning of the word kerem. Hacha over here, Nami, Nata Kimashmoi. Says the Gemara, so too over here, when the Pasuk says Nata, it says it was planted, it's also going according to the simple meaning, which means what? So again, Rav Lazar ben Yaakov learns the Pasuk according to the literal meaning. What's the literal meaning of a kerem of a vineyard? Says Rav Lazar ben Yaakov, similarly with a Nata, with a, similarly with Nata, with planted, not in mavrech umarkiv loy, and that's why Rabbi Lozim and Yaakov will be the opinion that says only if it's planted, if it's grafted, if it's layered, then it will be then it will not exempt from going to battle because it's not included in the word nota. So the Gemara answers, that's will answer up the stira. So now in classical Gemara form, once we bring down one day of Rav Dimi, B'Shem Rav Lozim and Yaakov, actually this was, excuse me, Rav Dimi, the name of Rav Yechanan, we again say similar. Says the Gemara Ki Asa Ravdimi Amar Rav Yechlam Mishovan Lazvin Yakif. Yalda Pechusa Mi Tefach Hayeves Ba'arla. A yalda, a young tree that is less than a tefach tall. What is the din? Chayeves be'arla kol shenayseha is obligated in arla its entire life. Why? Because it always looks like it's one year old, so it's a din derabonin. Arla is that it's forbidden to eat the produce in the first few years of a fruit, a tree's life. So says the Gemara, if I have something that its entire life is only one tefach big, then it's going to be potter. Why is it, excuse me, then it's going to be chayiv, because people might view it and think that it is a young tree. But continues Rav Dimi and he clarifies three lines on the white lines. Hanimili, shtayim keneged shtayim. Vacha yoytzezanav, which is the same concept that we saw yesterday. They have two trees and two trees and you have one on the top. Avakulei karem. But if is, these small trees are an entire vineyard. It's not just five trees. It's an entire vineyard of these mini trees. Kala islay. Then it's going to have a call. Everyone's going to know that it's not really a one-year-old tree and therefore will not have this dinder that is chayiv in our law. We continue with another din of Rav Dimi on the last narrow line. Rav Dimi, I'm Rav Yechlam, Yishev Lezvin Yaakov. Mace, what is the Allah of a mace 
A mace is a toifes arba amois ali kriishma. A mace literally grabs hold of four amois with regard to kriishma. That you're not allowed to say kriishma in the vicinity of the mace. The a famous halacha we know. You go to a cemetery, you don't want your tzitzis out, etc. Why? Lo yeg l'rosh cherav You're mocking a pauper. You're blaspheming Hashem. So by saying kriishma in the vicinity of a mace is similar to wearing tzitzis. So says Rav Dimi in the name of Yechel, the name of Lozben Yaakov. This is a din of dal. Amois around the mace. And Amr Rav Yitzchak continues the Gemara. Amr Rav Yitzchak, Amr Rav Yechlam Shalos Ben Yaakov. And again, these are all completely random halachis, but because they're all stemming from the same source, therefore we're bringing them down over here. So it says Rav Yitzchak now. Now, but originally it was Rav Dimi. Now it's Rav Yitzchak in the name of Rav Yechlam Shalos Ben Yaakov. Ben Yaakov. Churg Churgasa Hagdila Bina Achim. If we have a stepdaughter that is amongst the stepbrothers, Asurali Nasei La'achim is not allowed to marry the stepbrothers. Why? Because she appears to be their sister, meaning even though they're completely unrelated and step siblings, for all intents and purposes, could get married. But because over here they were brought up together, therefore, for, therefore they're not allowed to get married one to another. But the Gemara comments and says, that's not true. They are allowed to get married. We're not worried about this in the Rabbanan. Why not? Because it's a call. Everyone knows that they're not really related. And continues the Gemara. Which you make them into a gyre and you make them into a pile. If you take all these individual entities and you make one pile out of them, the halacha is their chayiv. In Meiser, even though normally like a Chichan Peir, of course, are potter from Meiser, but people are going to think and think that it is a full pile, and therefore, Midra Abonan is Chayev in Meiser. Amar Ula, but Ula explains this didn't like Amar and Ela Bissade. Avobir, Kalis, Lemilsaf, it's not on the field, but you take the Lecha Chichan Peir back to your house and you pile it up there, then Beir in this city would be not, no longer have this Din, Dira Abonan, that it's Chayev in Meiser. Continues to come out from Yosef Yechlam, Yosef Lazbi, Yakim, the second to last line. Yolda, a small tree of Chuz. The over here doesn't mean get married, doesn't mean it means a form of kedusha, which means it's not going to make ulcer plants that are planted near it. The din of Kalaya Karen, you're not allowed to plant different species in the same vicinity, but says with Lazman Yaakov, if it's a small tree, it's not a problem. Like we've seen, it's an entire field, so we're seeing a kula and a chumra. If you have an entire field of these little trees. On one hand, it once it's an entire field we saw a moment ago, there's no din that it's always Usr and Arlux, everyone knows about it. But on the other hand, we're seeing that it would make Usr a different species that was planted near it. And with that, we turn over to Memdalid. Ahmed Alif says the Gemara another dinner grabs hold of the farmers for Toma. That anything within the Dalit Amois of a Mist, Allah is that we assume that there is Toma there. Vitana Tuna. And the Gemara comments on this. A Chatzar of a Kever, the courtyard of an area with different bodies that are buried. One who stands inside of the Chatzar is Tahar. Even though when you stand within four Amois of a Mist, Allah we just said a moment ago is there is Toma, you are Tame, but. If it's in a chutzr, because the chutzr is considered a separate area, 
it will not be Tumba in that area. And the Gemara comments to her, Beishami says that the Chatzar has to be at least Dalit Amois big. It has to be Tfachim big. So says the Gemara, what is this then? Says the Gemara, if the entrance is above and therefore. What is it? It's like a, a, a pit that you lower yourself down. That's what we saw the dinner we just said. But Pascham in Atzad, if it's open from the side, that you have steps that are carved in to go into the Kever, then Divriyakol Arba Amois, that has to be Dalit Amois big, or else we're going to assume it's Tommy. Says Mara, what? Kabilayo, the exact opposite. Adaraba, Min Atzad, Midrid. If the steps are from the side, then we have to be worried that what? Midrid Vinafak, that he's going to pull away. Way as he walks out, says the Gemara, it should be the exact opposite that if it's above, then when you're coming out of the kever, you have to go through this area, then you're certainly going to pass by the kever, and therefore, in all scenarios, you should be tummy. Whereas if it's minatsad, you could stay away from the kever. So, as the Gemara, 10 lines down, the first line is, the exact opposite, then everyone agrees it's says only by the chatzar of a kever only if it's a proper kever then says the Gemara de Mesayim HaMechitzatza why? because the Mechitzas are definitive and therefore you know where it is but if just a stand me sitting there then toughest it's going to grab hold of the area for Amois around it and we continue quoting the Mishnah the different entities that the Kohen Meshuch Melchama teaches Klal Yisrael they do not have to go to battle if Asher Iris Isha if someone Married a woman. Tanarabanan says the Gemara. Asher Iris, the Pazi says, one who did Irisin. And we darshan Echan Maris, Mesula Bechan Maris, is Almana. Any form of Irisin, whether it's a Mesula girl who was never married or an Almana, Vechashemaris, you have a moral form of Yibam. Ba'afiluchamisha. There's five brothers and one of them dies in battle. And they all go back from the war. They all go back. Why? Because we have a potential situation of Yibam. Even though all five of them or four of them now cannot do Yibam, but they all have the potential exemption, the potential ability to do Yibam. Therefore, they all go back from the battle. Instead of the Bible saying, what does it say? He didn't take her. Prat, they come to say, that in all these cases, since the marriage is Be'isra, therefore they are not exempt from going to battle because this is not a marriage which is a kosher marriage. So it continues the Gemara over about 15 lines down. The first one online is Mamzer Ulinisin. So says the Gemara, Let's say that this final din that we just saw, that all these dinim of Kedushim Be'isr does not exempt one from going to battle. Let's say this is not like the din of Rav Yesi Ha'iglili. Di Rav Yesi Ha'iglili, Ha'amar, he says, Ha'yari, Virach Levav, son who's scared, Zeh Ha'misyari Me'aveira. He's that refers to one who's misyari, he's nervous of his Aveira, he doesn't go to battle, Shaviyad in his hands. So says, as the Gemara, what, where do we see? We see, according to Yosef Lili, one who does an Isser, one who goes into a marriage with Isser, should come home. However, 
The Bryce says, not that way. So seemingly this is not like Rabbi Yisraeli. According to Rabbi anyone who didn't have Eira shouldn't go to battle. And these people certainly didn't have Eira as their entire marriage is Be'isr. So that should itself be a reason not to go to battle. Answers the Gemara, no. Avilo Demir Yisraeli, Kedirava, excuse me, Dama Raba, Lo'elamina Chayva Yivol, that even in these situations, where the marriage was, Be'isr says, Rabbah, there's only an obligation once there was relations between this husband and wife. Matam, what is the reason? Lo yikach mishom lo yichalel. The reason they can't get married is because of lo yichalel. You cannot profane them. Mishamachi eino loika ad sheyivol. Therefore, there's no malchus, there's actual tashmish. And similar to our case, will only be if they actually were together, but not necessarily just the act of marriage. So says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanu. We just finished saying that there's multiple reasons why one does not have to go to battle. One of them being you built a house. One of them being you have a vineyard. Another one being you just got married. So that's the Gemara Tanu Rabbanu. Asher Asher The Pasuk says three exemptions. Someone who built a house. Someone who planted a vineyard. Planted a planting. And someone who got married through this statement the Torah teaches Derech Eretz Sheyem Adam Bayis first you plant a house and then Vayita Kerem and then you plant a vineyard and the final thing is to get married why? because only once you're stable once you have the appropriate income then you're ready to get married. And his wisdom said in Mishlei, outside your work. Similarly, that first you have the job, first you have the house, and only afterwards you get married of Lazar. So another way of darshing the pasuk goes mikra mishnah and then gemara davar acher. Different ways of darshing what these psukim refer to in our six lines on the white lines slightly differently all the different obligations of Taira that one has. And the Gemara continues with the next statement of the Mishnah The following people do not go back to battle. Someone built a, a, a gatehouse, etc. Tana says the Gemara If he added even one row of bricks, then he does return home because his whole house is considered like a new house and therefore he does not go to battle. He also does not have to go back. We learned in a mission on the first line. The reason being, why don't you go back, says the Gemara, because the, 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 they were compelled to rebuild the house two times in every seven years. And therefore, the house wasn't considered a really permanent structure as it's going to be rebuilt. And therefore, it's not going to have the same level of simcha that will generate the exemption from going to battle. And the Gemara continues, on the first wide line, if you already slept in the house, you already married the wife, etc. Isha, 
says the Gemara, no, excuse me. We come im kein matzah meisha chadsha meisha chadasha loy. Someone who's new to him, which comes to exclude him, machzigu shasai shein chadasha loy. It's not new to this man, as he's already been married to this woman, and therefore he's not going to get an exemption from the battle. Tana Rabban continues the Gemara. Lo yaitzei basava. One should not go out with the army. Yachal basava. Who tell yaitzei? One would think he should not go out with the army. Avol yasek my mazoin, but he should supply food and water. To the troops, he should do at least a little bit that he could. Be yitkan adrachim and should fix the road. Tamulemer v'lo yavar alav lechol davar nothing. So yachal you would think shani marbe ava boyne vayis loy chanchay not to carry him loy chaloy. Ama aras ishav loy lacha tamuloymer alav alav yatamavir avlatamavir lachirim mume achad the gods of loy yavar loy itzei besava lamali lavar alav vishnei lavin. So the reason we're gonna have two different lavin teaching is the same din the iser that is upon discussion. We'll continue with a new mishnah on the bottom of Nendalid Amid Aleph. Says the mishnah vayosfu ashoytul nedaber loam. And the officers add on, they speak to the nation and they say, that's afraid and a faint of heart, he goes back home. So says the Gemara, what is this Pasuk referring to? We have a three-way machlaikas. Rav Kiva Amer Ayyarev Alachli Vav Kim Hashemai Sheni Yacholam Oyed Bikishri Almechama He's not able to stand the difficulties of war of Leroy's Kharav Shalufa and he can't see the unsheathed sword. He's dumb, he's nervous, he's nervous of battle, the bullets, the guns. He's afraid of that virus that he's done the fikach talsa and therefore because he's nervous says Rav Yisrael all the other cases building, planting, marry they're all tali on him meaning they're all so that the person who did averis should go back I mean this is almost like the group of all the averis that he's a yarich and alach levav says Rav Yisrael Rav Yisrael the third opinion Alman al-Kain God the Gushavuchos the Kain Yadim Amzeris and the Sina the Yisrael Yisrael Amamzun and Sina Rei Hu Ayarev Alach Levav. How he continue with the Pesukim that what does the Torah say? Two lines on the bottom. Vahayon was Kechalos Ashoytin Ladaber Lam. When he finished speaking to the people of Haktus Sarei Sevais Beroisham, and they appoint a leader in front of the people of Akivoy Shalom. What does it mean? Actually, the Mishnah adds on. What does it mean, Beroisham? It means Akivoy Shalom to the back of the people. That they would put people both in the front and in the back, so that people wouldn't want to raid from the army. Ma'amidin zikifim lifneim explains the Mishnah. We just said that what they would place is zikifim. They would place those who are upright. Ma'amidin, excuse me, zikifim. They would put someone there that he could be zakaf. He could straighten one who would fall lifneim in the front. Ma'chareyam, ma'chareyam. And they would stand others behind the army. And they would have iron axes in the hand. And what would happen? Anyone who would try to turn around and run, he would just be as shaykov to sever his legs. Meaning, they had a chance to leave. Once, if they didn't leave and they already started going to battle, now it is too late. And they would ensure that no one would leave the war. 
continues the Mishnah as we turn over to Mem Dalit Amir Beis Shetchilas Nisa Nefila. Because the beginning of a flight is a Nefila, is a downfall. Shenemar, as the Apostlech says, Nos Yisrael of Neplishtim, that Kla Yisrael fell in front of the Plishtim, began. And there was a terrible plague that was in the people. And a different passage says, that they ran away. So we see that what happens running away is the beginning of the downfall. And we continue in the Mishnah. When is this said? Optional battles. The entire Mishnah, we should say the entire few Mishnahis that we dealt with all the different exemptions of battle, says the Mishnah. That's only if it's a Mechama of Rishos. But as a Mechama is a mitzvah, if it's a battle that Hashem told Kla Yisrael, for example, conquering Eretz Yisrael, Bimais Yeshua, as Rashi, three lines on the top, points out, then everyone goes to the battle, straight from the Chasana, the Chasana and Kala are obligated to go to battle. Amr, have you the Medvar Mamurim? When is this? B'mochamois mitzvah. B'mochamois chayvah koyot tevilu chasen mechadrai v'kala b'chubasai. Says Rabbi Yehuda, no. These are all referring to Mechemes Mitzvah, but Mechemes Chayva, that's different. Now, what does it mean? Mechemes Chayva, the Gemara is going to explain, meaning a moment ago we explained that Mechem Teshel Mitzvah is when Hashem told them to go. So how is the Mechemes Chayva more than that? The Gemara is going to explain. But before we get there, we dive into the first part of the Mishnah, which is three-way Machleikas. What does it mean? Hayari Varach Levav. My Iko bin Rav Yisrael, Rav Yisrael, what is the difference? Between the the second and third opinion, the Mishnah explains the Gemara Ikebe Nayu Avera Derabanan and Avera Derabanan that according to Yosek Lili, he does not have to go to the battle. According to Yosek, he does. Keman Az the Hadetanya. Who does the following brayse go according to? That says as follows. It's going to give us a big chizik and a lot of the unfortunate things that sometimes we do. Sach bein Tfila Litfila. Someone speaks between putting on the Tfilin Shal Yad and Tfilin Shal Rosh. But he didn't put, say another bracha. Of course, if he said another bracha, that would that would rectify his issue. Averi and he goes back from a battle. Come on, This is going according to the opinion of Yisaglili, like we just said. It's a dindarabanan, but being over on a dindarabanan is also enough that you cannot go to battle. Continues to go on. Mantan lo tanarabanan. Shama kol krana is vertia So when he hears the voice of sounds of trumpets and he gets scared, hagafes turisin vertia the clashing of the shields and he gets scared. Sechsuach achar. And he hears the swords, or he sees the swords, excuse me, and he has an accident. The water is dripping down his legs, literally. Whose opinion is this? Let's say Ravikiva, who says, as we said in the Mishnah, the first opinion, that what it means, he's not afraid, he's afraid of the battle, the, the swords, the shields, the bullets. Says the Gemara, no. Says the Gemara, even if Yosei Aglili admits, in this case, he does not have to go to battle, why not? 
because the Pasuk continues. So there comes out that the Machlaikas between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Sekli is just going to be what is the Makar? Do we learn out from a Yari Varach Levav if you're scared of the mundane parts of the battle? Or Rabbi Sekli learns let his heart not melt due to his, due to like his brother's heart. That's where Rabbi Sekli is going to learn out from. But they're both going to agree that at the end of the day, if someone is afraid of the physical battle, the swords, the shields, etc., he's not going to have to go to war. We wrap up the parak, says the Gemara, we are about 15 lines to the end of the parak. First one line is, Velai, Vaya Kechalaisa Shaitrim. And it was when the Shaitim finished speaking, says the Gemara, that afterwards what would happen, that if anyone tried to run out of battle, then he would get hit by these axes. And the Mishnah said at the top of the Amid over here, Shetchilas Nisa is Nefila. The beginning of runaway is a downfall. So says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, it sounds backwards. The Mishnah said the beginning of flight is a downfall. Says the Gemara, it should be the opposite. The beginning of a downfall is running away. It's, it, it sounds like that by running away, that's the downfall of the person. So the Mishnah is backwards. Answers the Gemara, Mi Ema, you're right. The beginning of the downfall is running away. You have to change the words in the Mishnah. So now we get involved in the end of the Mishnah. At the end of the Mishnah, we had a machlaikas. We had a machlaikas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakh Amma. The Tanakh Amma learned, everyone has to go. And Rabbi Yehuda says, no, everyone has to go. But they both gave the same example of a chasm so what is this machlekes in Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanikama? Amar Rabbi Yechlan Roshos de Rabbanon Zui Mitzvah de Rabbi Yehuda says Rav Yechlan the Roshos de Rabbanon that is what Zui Mitzvah de Rabbi Yehuda that's when Rabbi Yehuda said Melchamatoi shall Mitzvah which is not a Chiv Mitzvah de Rabbanon Zui Chayva de Rabbi Yehuda. Whereas a mitzvah derabbanan, that's what you would call the chiv. So the Gemara is explaining these two levels of derabbanan. So there's a rishos, it's an optional thing to do, and then there's a mitzvah derabbanan. That is what Rav Yudah calls a chayva. So the Gemara is explaining that when Rav Yudah and Mishnah argued on the Tanakhama, it's about this detail that he's arguing about. Tanakhama said, any mechamte shal mitzvah. So Rav Yudah is coming along and saying that the difference is going to be whether it's a rishos or whether it's a mitzvah. Omar Rava comes along Rava and Rava explains Melchem is Yeshua Likavich the Verkol Chayva. So now we're going to get real and explain what exactly in the words of Melchama What's the din? So says Rava, if it's a Machemes Yeshua, when Yeshua went to conquer Eretz Yisrael, everyone agrees that's a chayva, meaning everyone's going to agree that everyone has to go. Machemes Beis David Leravcha, when David Amelch wanted to expand Eretz Yisrael, Deviyakol Rishos, everyone agrees that is optional, and in such a scenario, the chasa will not have to go Mechadara in the Kal Mechupasai. Keep ligi. So what is the machlaik as the mutei oivdekoy chavim? The machlaik is going to be when Klaisel goes out to battle to get rid of the Gaim so that they don't come and attack us. A preemptive war. Mar karilei mitzvah. Or if you call this a mitzvah not a chayva, so not everyone's going to have to go. Umar, whereas the Tanakam, the chavim karilei rishos. 
The difference is going to be, according to Rabbi Yehuda, they're doing a mitzvah, according to their Abanan, they are not, it's only called a Rashos. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, meaning, they're both agreeing that with regard to this din, the Chassan and the Kala are not going to go. They're both agreeing that these are not at the level that according to the Chachamim, it's a mitzvah of Yudah Chayva. So Gemara now says, so what's the Nafkamina? The whole Nafkamina we thought is when the Chassan and Kala have to go as well. But now you're explaining to me that either it's a Rishus or a mitzvah, a Rishus according to the Tanikamba, a mitzvah according to Rav Yehuda. But according to Tanikamba, a Chassan only goes for a mitzvah according to Rav Yehuda, it's only a Chayva. So what is the Nafkamina? Nafkamina is, is it called a mitzvah to bother you for another mitzvah? Rav Yehuda is going to say yes, Tanikamba is going to say no. Hajon Allah, Meshuach, Melchama, lots of Agadita definitely calls, calls, well, everything calls for a Chazara. And now we begin the ninth parak as we close in the final few days, Baruch Hashem, of this Mesechta, the final parak of this Mesechta. We're going to begin the parak of Egla Arufa by just learning the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Egla Arufa, and really this is a continuation of that which we saw in the previous Mishnahis, which is what? What Lishonis, what language you have to say different passages of the Torah. So says the Mishnah, Egla Arufa, Blashen HaKodesh, Nemarki, Yimati, Chaloba, Adama, Vyatza, Zikinecha, Vshavtecha, and the Zikinim and the Shavtim go out, Shleishem, Bebezen, Agadoshem, Yishlayim, Ayyot, and they would go out. Rav Yehuda, Eimer, that says Rav Yehuda, Says Rav Yehuda, and and the Gemara obviously is going to say, as I'm explain, as I'm, I'm wondering and explaining, <laughs> that the Pasuk doesn't talk about anything about Lashon Hakodesh. The Gemara will get there tomorrow, Mitzvah. So three for the best of the Yisraelim would go out. Rav Yehuda Imer Chamisha the best of the Shnei Merzikinecha Shnayim Sheftecha Shnayim Vein Bezin Shakel So how many people went out? Is a machlekes number two in the Mishnah? So din number one is that Egla Arufa said in Lashon Hakodesh. Din number two is how many people would go out for this din of Egla Arufa? Rav Yehuda says it was five, whereas Tanikama says it was three. Nimsa Tomun Begal. So you find this Egla Arufa which is brought, you decapitate the head, as we're going to see when you find the corpse lying between two cities. So we begin with the basic halachis that says the Mishnah, if you find the corpse, Taman Begal, piled in a heap of stones, Adtali Be'ilan are hanging from a tree, are floating on the water, then there is no din of Egla Arufa, why not? The body has to be found in the ground. So we dash in the Pasik that has to be found on the ground. And finally, we conclude the Mishnah. What's another case where there's no Agla Rufa? Nimsa, Samach, Lesapar, near the town or the year to the city, Sheruba, Kamors, Gayim. Olir, Shein, Bazin, there's no Bazin. Then Loy, Arif, there's no Din Agla Rufa. Ain, Amoidin, El, Ir, Shegish, Bazin. You only measure the corpse from a town that there is a Bazin. And the Gemara, Mir Tashem, is going to begin by telling us where we see that it's Din in Loshan HaKadosh, number one. And number two, where do we see all these different Din and when do we know there is a Din of Agla Rufa and when there is not?